Hello and welcome to another Discourse about Discourse Educast by Ben Wolkoff. Today is Monday, July the 23rd, and um, this is my first podcast in a little over a week, um, and, and I guess I've been going a little bit slow because so many things have been uh, happening. Um, I did go out to San Francisco and receive the Totally Wired Teacher Award, and that was a, a really great, um, that was a, a lot of fun. My, my father was able to make it out from Cleveland, and uh, we were able to spend quite a bit of time uh, talking and thinking about uh, both the future of what he's trying to do in cardiology and the future of what I'm trying to do in education. And so that was really great. Um, I've blogged about five or six posts um, about the mashup, the conference, or mini-conference, depending on how you're kind of thinking about it, um, that I went to in San Francisco. Uh, and if you want to read those posts, that's at yongesonne.edublogs.org. And I'm looking into getting a domain very soon um, so that uh, I don't have to, you know, say that really weird spelling of Young Sun, which is actually from the Canterbury Tales prologue. But um, what I wanted to talk about today is not the mashup or the award or my um, attempt at acquiring a, a technology integration position uh, at Little Sun Public Schools, which I actually did not, um, and I'm very satisfied with the result. Um, I would have been satisfied either way, but I'm very satisfied with the amount of time and effort that I put into it, what I got out of the whole process, and uh, what I can learn from it, which probably will be podcasted or blogged about in uh, a future time. I did want to give a small shout out before I go on to um, the guys over at Geeked. Um, they spent almost an entire episode talking about my little predicament with thinking about leaving the classroom and... I was really impressed with the advice that they gave, and they said, you know, look to where your heart is, um, whether or not you should be uh, leaving the classroom, and I really think that that was good advice, um, and they also debated a few other pieces of, um, of sort of my quest um, to find what, what was really right for me next year, and so I... I really like the, the commenting back and forth, and, and a couple of the guys paid me some really good compliments um, over at Geeked, so thank you very much for that. That was very nice. Um, but what I wanted to talk about today on the podcast was the difference versus, uh, between I and we, and I've been noticing um, recently that basically my vernacular, I guess, um, has switched from saying these are the things that I'm going to do, this is what I believe is right, to something like we should be doing this, we should be changing this. And it seems to me that that is a pretty big shift and I wanted to kind of explore why that might have happened. Um, I don't think that it's something that I've sort of intentionally done saying, okay, now I am a part of the edu-blogging community. People are sort of listening and, and paying attention to the things that I'm saying, and so now I feel like I can have some guidance and some influence 
into the uh, the edublogging community by saying we should be doing these things. And it definitely was not a conscious decision to um, make that shift. Um, what I really think that it has been is that the posts that I've been writing and the podcasts that I've been creating, there is some resonance there. But it is in the fact that I feel um, that people have reached out to me, um, that they have taken their time and said, this is something that interests us, and this is something that could add value to the conversation, and we want you to be a part of it. But why did, why the shift from I to we? I mean, I don't think that that the grand majority of people are reading or, or listening, but it means something to me that I have a community. And that community, whether or not it's a very tiny pocket, or if it is a much larger uh, community, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me. It is the fact that there is a community that feels strong, as strongly as I do about creating learning environments that matter to students. And this kind of community, I realize, is something that is so essential for everyone. And I, and I started thinking about it, and I, I'm apprehensive to keep on using the we um, pronoun. I'm apprehensive about trying to sort of assimilate all of of the edublogosphere and say this is what we want to do but when I say we it is because um, I want to affect the community that is directly in contact with me it has nothing to do with the people that aren't listening and everything to do with the people that are I feel like we need to make this shift and, and there's that word between I and we. And it isn't so much that we should stop having this individual identity when we, um, when we are writing our own ideas out and things like that and having our own brainstorms, but I feel like there is power in, I guess, the we. Um, there is power in the fact that the community is becoming a, a more solid community. I feel like um, the people that I've met, I met Steve Hargadon out in San Francisco and that was amazing. I've met Kevin Honeycutt recently. Uh, you know, I just Anastasia Goodstein that put together the, the Y-Pulse mashup. These people matter and they are a part of my community and we have something that needs to be um, coalesced. And that needs to be brought to the forefront to people's attention. And what it is just one person talking and it's something that I am doing, something that I am getting out uh, important value from, it doesn't matter as much. We, we do need to have a coalition uh, of we. Um, and when you all, when everyone starts to use this word, excuse me, <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, <laughs> um, when we all start to use this word of we, 
we start to say, well, this is a part of my community. This is something that, that we value. This ability to become a close-knit family, to become something where we are constantly trying to refine our vision. And I really liked um, what uh, Chris Lehman and a few others, Steve Dembo and, and a few others are, are, are talking about when they say, we cannot become this elitist uh, group of people and things like that. We're self-governing. We know that it is important for us to keep on plugging away, important for us to stay in the classroom, important for us to keep on extending the boundaries of that classroom, of that learning space, into things that really matter um, to students, into authentic authenticity. And I feel like there is a moment that can happen when we all realize that we've switched over and that's what happened to me, um, really, at the mashup. I think when I when I started writing these, you know, five and six blog posts in a single day, I, I started thinking of, oh my goodness, I, I keep on doing this. I keep on saying we should do this. Why aren't we um, going forward and and asking ourselves these questions? And you know, I slipped back into I for a moment, and it felt unnatural. It felt weird to be a singular idea out there that was unconnected from other people. It seems very odd to me to be that. And that's what I want it to be. I, I want it to feel strange for me to be unconnected. I want it to feel so incredibly awkward that I don't link to someone else's post or that I don't um, build off of someone else's idea. I want it to be something that we are creating together, this vision of the future of education. And so I'd like to explore this transition from I to we. How can we get there? Um, how can we push forward and, and try and get to that we part where we do feel that the community is engaging everyone and that we are constantly reaching out further and further until we all feel like we are trying for the same thing and that more and more of us feel that connectedness, feel that um, community. And I think we're trying to go for that within, you know, Classroom 2.0 uh, on Ning or that we are trying to do that um, within some of the theories that we're sort of putting forward on our blogs but it it isn't happening um it i don't think that it necessarily happens in those kinds of spaces i feel like the the one-to-one -one connection is what makes the we so powerful it's that bridge from one from me to steve hargadon it's that bridge from uh, me to have Kevin Honeycutt. Those bridges right there that make a we happen. That make um, the possibility for community realistic. The comments on posts and things like that where I go to their blog and see something, that is amazing and powerful. But if I do not feel like they're... Um, is a continued conversation if I do not feel like they are going to be a part of my personal learning network then it doesn't um, become a part of the of the we 
it is still very much, I did this, you commented on it, and I'm going to comment on one thing that you wrote as well. And, and that doesn't create the community. So there's a difference between two eyes coming together and uh, a difference between that and creating a, a we. And it sounds very awkward to say it like that, but I think that actually um, it's less awkward than um, sort of the way I'm describing it. So I really would like to explore this, and I think that there are quite a few other people who have talked about this idea of creating a community, but I'm not sure we've talked about it in the sense of um, just a simple change in one word in the way that we write. And I think that some things we need to write, you know, obviously using I and things like that, but um, I think that there are a lot of things that we can start using we for. And, uh, and I guess the conscious thought behind that, um, which posts, which ideas do we say are ours collectively? What is the vision that we are all trying to go for? And can we, you know, coalesce it into a coalition so that it does have, have some effect politically or um, on sort of the greater blogosphere or on people that do not read blogs? We need it to be that... Um, I, should, I don't want to say standardized, but we need it to be that um, strong and, and valid that it makes sense to people that are not constantly engaged in this kind of uh, research and, um, and inquiry. So, if you have any ideas about how to create this idea of we and how to and what it is that's the difference between the I and we. Um, I'd love to hear about it. If you want to send me an email, it's at benwilkoff, that's B-E-N-W-I-L-K-O-F-F, at gmail.com. You can visit the uh, podcast blog at bhwilkoff.podomatic.com, and then the um, my personal blog uh, and teaching blog is y-o-n-g-e-s-o-n-n-e.edublogs.org. And uh, let me know when you felt that transition happen, or if you haven't, why haven't you? I'm really interested in where that um, transition occurs. So, I hope to hear from you soon. Thanks for listening.